I'm Sharon Batters, and I am so grateful that you are joining me for the Daily Treasure podcast. Today, we are going to continue in treasures along the way, and I hope that you're looking for treasures along your way, that your eyes and heart are open to those moments, those mundane moments that seem so insignificant, and yet God can transform them into a majestic investment into His gospel story. Today's devotional is called A Hole in My Prayer Umbrella, and today's treasure is from Psalm 116.7. Be at rest once more, O my soul, for the Lord has been good to you. My friend and I talked quietly as we walked toward her bedroom. I knew I was on holy ground because supernatural grace flowed from her as she lived out the sovereignty of God in this very difficult pathway of life. Her young husband would soon be gone, his body taken by cancer, his soul carried by Christ's sacrifice into the presence of his Savior. His 14-month battle against this terrible disease was ending, yet there was no blanket of doom suffocating this household. I commented on the courage and strength they reflected, and she responded, I'm following my husband's example. Even with every bit of bad news, he kept a sense of humor and strong faith that God is sovereign and we can trust him. That doesn't mean we don't cry, but right now I will be for him what he needs. He has a strong legacy of praying women that have guided us. I wish you could have known his grandmother. I know her prayers protected our marriage. In fact, when she died, I knew there was a hole in our protection. I could feel it and you've met his mother, you can see her faith. I understood my friend's description of the hole in her umbrella of protection, created by the deaths of faithful prayer warriors. I think of my friend Thelma, who told me she prayed every morning for our family. Thelma died about two years ago, and after almost 30 years of having this precious woman quietly praying every day, I felt more vulnerable to the enemy's attacks. I once approached two older men in our church and asked them to pray for our son Chuck as he embarked on his new ministry position. They walked together every morning and smiled at my request saying, we already do, and for your husband and you and each member of your family. When John died, I again felt a weakening in the fabric of our spiritual protection. The greatest rip in our umbrella of prayer happened when God came for my mother. When long-term illness forced her to spend many hours in her bedroom, isolated from her children and grandchildren, she would sometimes express her disappointment that she didn't have purpose anymore. Yet, when we walked through some of the toughest years in our lives, she was growing deep roots in Christ by praying for us. We have a long letter she wrote to my husband when we faced terrible church conflict. She did not say she was praying for the conflict to be over, but rather she was praying for Chuck to reflect Christ in every way. Because of his deep respect for her, he knew this was a message from God and recommitted himself to godliness when his natural response was to react in anger. Friends, in this season of life, Chuck and I often remind one another, our greatest calling is to pray for our children, our grandchildren, our extended family and friends. Amy Carmichael, missionary to India, often struggled in a bed of physical pain and weakness. She said when people told her maybe God put her there so she could pray, she knew they did not understand the hard work of prayer. Real work exhausts the prayer. 
So being prayed for by someone in a bed of illness is even more precious. My mother's prayers for us transformed her bedroom into a sanctuary of worship. Her time with God through His Word transformed her in a woman whose last prayer, the last night of her life, was, Be at peace once more, O my soul, for the Lord has been good to me. Yes, when she left, we all felt spiritually vulnerable. Sweet older friends who regularly prayed for Chuck, our children by name and me by name, my parents who took seriously their call to bring us to Jesus, each one is now enjoying the fulfillment of their faith. I do miss them, and their absence reminds me it's my turn. My heart's desire is to mend the hole in our prayer umbrella by continuing their legacy of helping protect our family through the gift of talking with God. Friends, what is your legacy? Tell us about your praying mother or grandmother. Well, friends, we're in week four of Treasures Along the Way, and it's our prayer that each one of these devotionals is helping to turn your heart toward Jesus and maybe opening your eyes to those treasures along the way that God has sent just to you as a means of reminding you that you are his child, that he calls you by name, that he is the Lord your God, and that those treasures may mean nothing to anybody else, but you know that he's sending them to you to remind you of his love for you. We would love to hear about those treasures because believe me, we'll resonate with you knowing that they are from him, that they're designed just for you. We also want to remind you about our Treasures of Hope non-event event. And if you're new to Daily Treasure, you're probably thinking, what is a non-event event? Well, every year, except during the pandemic, we have had a special event that was designed to raise funds to help underwrite the cost of our ministry, of our resources. And our supporters are the real heroes. Without our supporters, we could not do what we do. Uh, and that's that's no lie. Even though these resources are free, they're not free. You know that. You know it takes work. It takes staff. It takes people who know how to do technology. And so there is a cost to it. When you have an event, you also have a lot of expenses. And so this year, we were advised to have a non-event event. We're not saying we're never going to have events again. In fact, next year is our 30th anniversary, and most likely we will have a big event but this year, we want to have a non-event event so that every dollar that you give will be put into the development of resources and not the expenses of the event. You can help us by going to helpandhopenow.org where you can safely give. We are hoping that the Daily Treasure family will contribute at least $10,000 toward this goal of $100,000. Oh yes, it's huge. It's big. It's a big goal for us. We are a tiny ministry, but we have seen God move people in unbelievable, remarkable ways to help underwrite the cost of this outreach. And usually it's because their own hearts have been touched so deeply by the comfort of the gospel, they want others to experience the same thing. So we're asking that for, from you. We're asking you to say, this means something to me, and I wanna help others experience the same encouragement and comfort and biblical encouragement as I am receiving. So go to helpandhopenow.org where you can safely give and pray that God would move you to give in these hard financial times, whatever you, have been equipped to give. 
And if you can't give a lot, it's okay. Every gift is incredibly important. Every single gift, no matter what size. Remember the widow's might. You may not be able to give a lot, but you can give something and especially you can give prayer. So pray with us. Please pray with us that this would be an incredible faith journey as we watch God open up the heavens and equip us financially to do the work he has called us to do with your help. Thanks so much for joining us and I look forward to being with you tomorrow.